She's a small wonder. I'd like you both to meet Vicky. A child unlike other girls. And that's a real kid, right? No, no, it's a robot. Made of plastic. Microchips here and there. You're my voice input child identical. The ICI, I, I pronounce it Vicky. Angela Bowen here, the host of She's a Small Wonder, a Small Wonder podcast. All right, well, it's August, and I and I do apologize for getting this out on the last day of August. I just had such a busy month. So I'm going to be covering Season 3, Episode 8, The Lawsonville Horror, which is a play on the Amityville Horror. I've never seen that movie before. Um, this actually aired on Halloween, October 31st, 1987. It's got a 7.8 out of 10 based on 21 ratings. We have Don Sparks as Dickens, Neil Edmund as Bradley, Tom Edmundson as Fenster. And this episode was directed by Seelig Frank. We got, oh, Richard Christie, or Dick Christie, he actually wrote this episode. That's cool. Tom Amundsen with the teleplay. We got David Repricht. Story. We got Howard Leeds. Steve Granat. And Mel Shearer, story editor. Both he and Steve are story editor. We got Connections. <coughs> Title reference, <coughs> Amityville Horror. Ghostbusters, the Lawsons think that their house is haunted. Jamie S. is dead. Who are you going to call? Dad, of course, responds with Ghostbusters. <laughs> uh, let's see. The two psychological, psychological, whatever. Our name Dickens and Fenster, a reference to the John Aston Marty Angle show. Interesting. All right. I'm not going to waste any time. Let's get into the Lawsonville horror. So immediately we open up on the episode and looks like Jamie and Joan are watching. I, I, I guess this could be Amityville horror. I'm not sure, but there's spooky sounds, spooky music coming from the TV. Great horror movie, come on. I can't believe I let you and your father talk me into watching Don't Go Into the Basement, part five. Where is I can't now? believe you missed the first four. Oh, Watch this part, Mom. This is where the ghost sneaks up behind the school teacher. He creeps across the room. He stomps it. He smiles evilly. Why are you narrating? He grabs her by the throat. What the hell? Pick your ass. Oh, you're such a chicken. Yeah. There goes the power. Oh, no. Rent it. Go check the circuit breaker in the kitchen, will you? 
Check the circuit breaker in the kitchen. I'll get the flashlight. And I'll get the candles. I'll get the popcorn. <laughs> So the movie's like, don't look in the basement, part five or something. It sounds like a play on, like, the Halloween movies, the Friday the 13th movies. Any movie that's got at least six or more sequels to it. And Jamie is just really... And the thing is, it's a perfect evening. They got the lights off, of course. It's thundering outside, so of course... When you know it, of course the power is going to go out. And Joan says, oh, I can't believe I let you and your dad talk me into watching this. And Jamie says, I can't believe you haven't seen the the other four movies. <sighs> the fact that Jamie is narrating, it's like she can see. She doesn't need you narrating. Because... Ted comes in with Vicky, and he's literally, he's right behind Joan, and he basically goes and puts his hands around her neck, causing her to freak out, of course. Because he's mimicking what's going on in the movie. And then, of course, Vicky does the same thing with Jamie after he calls his mom like a chicken. Like, Mom, you, oh my gosh, I can't even with you right now. He jumps when Vicky comes up behind him. Who wouldn't? I mean, your your heart is racing. You're into the movie and everything like that. Ugh. But of course, with the power going out, the mo the TV's out, so it's like, oh, I don't get to see the rest of it. I'm like, dude, you clearly sound like you've seen it. You were narrating the movie, and it's not like I mean, I don't think this is a made-for-TV movie. So if there's four of them, I'm sure you can rent it at some point. And if it made it to TV. Odds are, you should be able to rent it. So they're all saying, I'll get the flashlights, the candles, Vicky go check the circuit breaker, and I believe this is where, from what I read, she gets electrocuted when she touches it. And Jamie, of course, like, oh, I'll get the popcorn, and the popcorn's, like, right behind him on a table behind the couch. Oh, man. I need some matches. I need some batteries. I need some butter. <laughs> oh, Jimmy, would you get that? Come out on a night like this. Maybe your gets... mom's star. It's Harriet. You know it is. Yep. Hi, Jamie. I was close. <laughs> I saw your lights go out, and I figured this would be a perfect opportunity for a candlelight dinner. No. Get out. Period, I've already had dinner. Then how about candlelight leftovers? No. Oh, there's a phone. Cool. Well, Harry, you can stay and watch a movie with us if you'd like. Thanks, Mrs. Lawson. That is, if you won't be scared by a ghost story. Oh, no. Nothing scares me since I saw my mom in a bikini. Wow. What's the problem, Vicky? What the hell? What's with your voice? I said there's a temporary surge of voltage. Are you okay? I'm okay. You're okay. So, of course, you know the knock of the door is going to be Harry. And she's there. She's got an umbrella. 
like hat thing, which how is that by 2020? That, that's gotta be a thing, right? I, I the weather people wear that stuff, you know, the umbrella that like fits on your head. So she's like, oh, I saw that your lights were off. I figured you'd have a candlelight dinner. We could have a candlelight dinner. I brought the uh, the candles. Where's the dinner? He's like, Harriet, please. I already ate. So, luckily enough for them, the power does come back on. And jump. Uh, why are you inviting this girl to stay over? Like, hey, watch a ghost story movie with us. Because it's like, as soon as the TV pops back on and the movie just starts up from where it stopped. And Joan's like, well, I hope you are okay with a scary ghost story. And Harriet's like, oh, nothing scares me ever since I saw my mom in a bikini. Uh, anyway, we go to the kitchen. Ted's checking on Vicky because she's dealing with a circuit breaker. And he's like, hey, you all right? And she's like, oh, just a circuit breaker issue. It's not a big deal. It's taken care of. I'm fine. You're fine. We're all fine. He's like, yeah, okay, great. Well, at first when he talks to when she talks to him, her voice does sound a little possessed. And then he's like, what? Wait, what did you say? And then she repeats it in her normal voice. So it's like he doesn't really think a whole lot of it. So Ted comes into the living room and Joan's like, hey, it's, are you all right? Is Vicky okay? Everything's good? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's fine. No big deal. NBD. Well, apparently it was just a sudden power surge. Huh. Okay, that's weird. Ted, did you see that? The picture turned what? around. Eating popcorn? Something strange is happening here. Whatever, Carolyn. Something strange is sitting here. <laughs> kind of creepy, Mr. Lawson. Well, duh. If there's nothing wrong, okay? Uh, have some more popcorn, Vicky. <laughs> Thank goodness. Oh, Ted, it's right. Something strange is happening here. Yeah, Dad, maybe our house is haunted. Don't be ridiculous. Well, then how do you explain what happened to Harriet's hair? A bad perm. I don't know, honey. Maybe it was a static electricity from a <coughs> storm. Anyway, our house is not haunted. Can we, can we watch the movie, please? Oh, Vicky, would you close the door, please? Cray shit going on. As soon as Vicky walks into the living room, the picture on the wall does like a 360. And immediately Joan's like, What happened to the picture? 
And he's like, oh, honey, Vicky just did that one probably when she was dusting this morning. Don't, like, get yourself in a tizzy over it. And, of course, Harriet's, well, the first thing is whenever Vicky reaches her hand into the bowl of popcorn, the channel changes. And they're like, what the hell? We were watching a movie. Why you change the channel on us? And Joan's like, I didn't do anything. And she'll, like, flip it back. Again, as soon as Vicky puts her hand back in the popcorn, changes to some weird, like, game show or some shit. And then we got, like, Harriet sitting there. Her hair's in pigtails. And I don't know how they're doing this effect, but they, like, her pigtails, like, lift in, into the air and everything like that. So she's like, oh, my God, your house is haunted! And she leaves. <laughs> So, then they have, like, Vicky, she didn't close the door, can you go do that? So she, it almost like, she's just like, ugh, puts, slams the popcorn down on the coffee table, gets up, and she walks past the TV, the rabbit ears, or antenna, whatever you want to call it, that's on top of the TV, starts rotating and moving, and they're just freaking out, like, uh, Ted? Joan, Dad, <laughs> this is like, this is like nothing. Yeah, yeah, and even Jamie's doing the thing from Poltergeist that Carol Ann did. They're here, and it's like you are not the Freelings. Your house is not possessed by a demon. Calm your shit. It's the next morning. It looks like, because both Jamie and Joan are just like, oh my gosh, I barely got any dang sleep last night. I'm surprised they didn't say, like, damn, are we in a Stephen King novel? Is this The Shining? Are we in a Stephen King novel? Oh, I didn't sleep a wink last night. Tell me about it. Neither. I stayed up to see the ghost. <laughs> you stayed up to see the ghost. Oh, no. Dad! Dad! What? Is the TV gone? Look at our living room. Looks like Jamie's room. <laughs> What's that noise? We came from the kitchen. All right, nobody panic. There is nothing to be afraid of. Shouldn't someone check out the kitchen? Right, let us know what you're finding, Jamie. Ugh, you're the dad. You go. <laughs> you just wait here, all right? What? It's only Vicky. Okay. Thank goodness. See? Come on in. Sit down. We'll have some breakfast and talk about it, all right? Yeah, because that's when I want to... Good morning. Breakfast is ready. Vicky, what happened in the living room? I cleaned it. Did, did you turn the furniture upside down? No, it did that by itself. Uh. By itself? Are you sure? Positive. It made it easier to vacuum underneath the couch. They really are here. Now let's not jump to conclusions, all right? Can we discuss this logically? What? What in the hell? Thank Why you. is the frying pan floating? Oh. 
a major aesthetic electricity. Yeah, they're like, fuck this, we're out. Bye. So, yeah, uh, they get up, they go into the living room. That, what the hell happened to their living room? Couches, like, we got the trunk coffee table under the couch. We got the... What the heck? The, the table that normally sits behind the couch is, like, draped over the couch. And just, everything just looks in disarray. It's like, the fuck happened here? It, it almost makes me think of, like, those episodes of, like, Growing Pains or Golden Girls where someone robbed their house and everything is just, like, all, like, askew. So they go, to, literally, Ted, go into the kitchen and find out what's going on. Because this is some crazy shit. So he goes in and pokes, pokes his head in the kitchen. And he's like, oh, it's just Vicky. It's fine. Let's go eat breakfast. Oh, my gosh. You're making a big deal out of nothing. They sit down. Vicky's at the stove. Now, I got to say, this is probably one of the most creative. I don't even want to call these special effects. But it's creative and however they pulled this off. Because we got the frying pan with scrambled eggs floating in, in the air. We got the refrigerator door popping open. The oven door popping open. We got, I don't know why there's a vacuum in there, but it sounds like there's a vacuum going on. Or being turned on in the kitchen. And they're all freaked, literally. Well, yeah, Ted even asks Vicky, like, hey, what's up with the kitchen? Or the, or the living room, for one thing. The furniture's all messed up. Did you do that? She's like, no, I was cleaning. Like, so you didn't mess with the couch or anything or the other furniture. And she's like, no, I did that by itself. And they're like, okay. But as soon as they see that frying pan floating in the air, they're just like, fuck this, we're out. And they all run out of the kitchen. And Vicky's left to ask... Was it something I cooked? Yeah, she's just going about her business while things are, like, opening and shutting on their own. I'm sure there's a simple explanation. I mean, I get it. She's somehow possessed, right? Her voice is normal. But it's just, they're making it like it's the poltergeist house where shit is just, yeah, in the poltergeist movie, it's the thing with the chairs or how... All the cupboards were, like, open, and the chairs were somehow stacked up on the kitchen table, and crazy nonsense like that. They had a poltergeist. All right, so now we're in Jamie's room. I'm kind of wondering, this has got to be the same day, right? Because no one's kind of wondering, like, there's something going on here. No one's saying, hey, maybe we should look into professional help, get an expert in here, because... If our house is, because they think their house is haunted. Like, something's clearly possessing this house. Hey, it got Harriet away, so that's a good thing. This is terrific, Vicky. I'll be the only kid in the neighborhood with my own ghost. What's a ghost? Well, a ghost is a strange-looking thing from another world. Hi, guys. 
high ghost. I just came by to see if there was any more ghostly activity last night. But this time I'm prepared. No ghost will bother me as long as I wear this. The hell is it? Keep evil spirits away. String of anchovies. Anchovies. Looks like yarn. Period. It's supposed to be garlic that does that. No, that's vampires. Darn it. He spent a whole hour picking these off of pizza. <laughs> well, it's not a total loss. They'll keep me away. <laughs> well, Jamie, I really... Oh, no! Vicky! <laughs> Vicky, what are you doing? Hovering? Why? Well, do it a little closer to the ground. You know you're not supposed to do that in front of people. Come down. I can't. I have no control. Oh, boy. Mom, Dad, you better come here quick. Oh, no. generator will rupture her polynucleotide processor. Don't know what that is. I'll throw up. Oh, well. So, okay, they're getting their things wrong. At least, what? okay. So Harriet's in the window. It's like, oh, I hope your house isn't haunted anymore. But if it is, I'm not going to go inside. But I do have this, like, necklace of anchovies to protect me. First of all, and then Jamie's like, oh, that's, you mean garlic. Like, no, garlic is for vampires. Silver is for where, from what I've gathered anyway. I don't know what keeps. So, Harriet sees Vicky hovering above the bed, freaks out, screams, freaks out, and leaves. Jamie, of course, is just like, Vicky, you know you're not supposed to do that in front of people, okay? Please come down. And she's like, I don't know how. Well, the fact that even the whole thing with what's a ghost, and Jamie says, oh, it's a funny looking thing. It's like, a ghost? You can't see a ghost. You can't see them. They're invisible. You only get their essence. He's thinking of an extraterrestrial. So Jamie calls for Joan and Ted to come up, and they're all like, because at this point, she's like upside down, like on flat on her back, upside down. And they're like, Vicky, come on, knock it off, all right? Come down from there. And she says, I can't, I don't even know how I got up in the first place. So apparently, Ted says if she doesn't, blah, 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 some technical terms will happen and Joan is like I don't the, for us that don't get the robot lingo explain in layman's term explain to me like I'm six <laughs> actually a six-year-old might get that <laughs> um so he's like yeah basically she'll throw up really she'll throw up uh-huh we haven't seen her eating anything lately and that was one of the adjustments in season three that he made so she could eat like a regular person so they're really starting to think their house is haunted by a ghost. 
now they're in the kitchen and I'm I'm guessing at some point they're going to have to figure out that we may need to bring in a professional because we don't know how to handle this. I'm worried. The, the house is a disaster area. We can't get any sleep. And Vicky's hanging off the wall like a bat. <laughs> I guess she's off the wall. <laughs> we just have to figure out what's causing all of these things. That's easy. Go. I never thought I'd say this, but Jamie might be right. I feel like I'm living in a horror movie. Yeah, the Lawsonville horror. <laughs> I just fell off the wall on my head. Did you put a dent in it? No, but there's one in the floor. <laughs> Come here, Vicky, let me see, honey. Can we have to look at all these happenings objectively? Whoa, there's a knife. Woo. I really think I just lost a cyber. <laughs> Better make a phone call. Who are you going to call, Dad? Ghostbusters. Yeah, I don't think they'll help you. So, yeah, the, Joan was chopping something with a knife, and all of a sudden the knife is floating in the air, and it is, like, mere inches from the side of Ted's head. Oh, my, that could have impaled him. And finally, it's like, I'm going to make a call. we got to get someone over here. And Jamie, of course, asks, Who are you going to call, Dad? And he says, Ghostbusters. That's when they're in the living in the kitchen, and all of a sudden you hear this thump. Yeah, well, and the fact that yeah, apparently uh, gravity uh, caved and Vicky hit the floor with her head. Uh, <laughs> the fact that Joan's like, oh, the house is in disarray. House looks fine. It looks immaculate, even. I mean, my goodness. If you think that looks disarray, whoo! So now they're in the living room waiting for, I think there's a couple people that are going to show up and give their expertise, their knowledge in ghost hunting or spirits or something like that. We just got done watching Poltergeist. Now we're experts. <laughs> Not necessarily, Jamie. There could be other explanations for all this phenomena. But if not a ghost, then why did you call the university to send over those parapsychologists? I didn't say a ghost wasn't a possibility. I called the parapsychologists to investigate it. That must be that. Uh, Vicky, uh, would you go in the kitchen and get the tray of refreshments, please? The tray of refreshments? Help her, Jamie. Did you see that? The door opened and closed by itself. Some other reasons, huh? Maybe it's a blind ghost. Open doors for ladies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tim. Did you see that? The, the doorbell just rang by itself. There's nobody there. Oh, right there. Calm yourself. There's a little spirit humor there. Are you Mrs. Lawson? What's left of her? Well, I'm Dr. Fenster from the university. And I'm Dr. Dickens. Hi, hi. I'm, uh, I'm Ted Lawson. Hi. Nice, nice to, to meet you. you. How do you do, sir? Listen, I, uh, I feel a little foolish calling you. I mean, 
I mean, I'm a scientist myself, uh, cybernetic engineering. But there are some strange things happening here that I just can't explain. No reason to feel foolish, Mr. Lawson. Some very reliable people have encounters with psychic phenomena. And some real ding-dongs, too. <laughs> uh, oh, these are our children, uh, Jamie and Vicky. Uh, this is Dr. Dickens and Dr. Fenster. No. No, I'm, I'm Dickens. He's Fenster. Who cares? Now, why don't you start by giving us a little more background on the events around here? Oh, well, well the pictures have uh, <laughs> been turning themselves upside down, and, and furniture has been all rearranged, and, and doors. They've just been opening by themselves. And the ghost threw a butcher knife at Dad and tried to turn him into shish kebabs. <laughs> Well, the trick is to determine if all those happenings are imaginary or for real. Uh, I vote for real. <laughs> Okay, so these two guys, Fenster and Dickens, come in. Fenster is actually Tom Amundsen, who also had a hand in this episode. So that's actually kind of interesting. And they basically say, we're going to determine whether what you're seeing is real or whether it's not. And of course... A pen starts writing on a notepad, and they're like, hey, I vote for real. And what is that? Um, a moment ago, I mean, yes, I brought up poltergeist. However, I have not brought up paranormal activity one and two. And, of course, there's three. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that just kind of makes me think about possession, but a thunderclap, a bolt of lightning hit that circuit breaker box when Vicky was touching it. So it's like it gave her enhanced powers that the energy coming off of her is affecting everything. It's opening doors on its own. All this stuff. So the guys have set up, it looks like a camera or some type of motion detector so it'll see if it'll pick up any type of ghostly energy or spiritual energy or, or whatever you want to call it. So at this point, we got eight minutes left. Let's get a resolution at this point. Because so far we've just seen a lot of things and no real, like, concrete, like, okay, what? No real excellent, like, what is this? It's like they tried to explain it away at, in the beginning, but now it's just like we can't anymore because we just don't know what this is. It sensors in this. Oh, don't touch this. It's a high-speed video camera, and this is a still camera for time-lapse photography. And this is a tone modulation recorder for measuring sonic movement. Now, if our instruments register the presence of a spectral <laughs> entity, or what you would call a ghost, then we can go about getting rid of it. Uh, how do we do that? I'll show it reruns of Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Not funny, Dickens. I'm Fenster. You're Dickens. Who cares? Oh, my God. Sounds like they're phonies. Harriet, you gotta, like, stay the hell away. We are now entering the inner sanctum of the haunted... Who the hell are these children? 
take a picture of yourself with a ghost. All <laughs> these kids on cameras. What do you think you're doing? Making a fast buck. You're paying me a dollar each to see your haunted house. But I make my big money on the anchovy necklaces. <laughs> Harriet, you sunk to a new low. How could you be that greedy? I'll split the profits with you. 50-50. Right this way, kid. <laughs> and be sure not to step in the ectoplasm. ectoplasm. This is the haunted living room. That's the haunted sofa. Down that hall is the haunted toilet. <laughs> that's my haunted dad, and that's my haunted mom. This is the haunted chest. This is the haunted door, and I bid you all a very haunted goodbye. <laughs> what was that all about? Making a fast buck. <laughs> but, Mr. Lawson, there's a spectral presence in the room. Look at these readings. I've never seen ectoplasmic potential this strong. Now, this will make history. We'll win the Nobel Prize. I'll get my car fixed. <laughs> well, in every case of paranormal occurrence, there's a center of activity, a particular place or thing in the house that the ghost chooses to inhabit. Turn on the dish. Now, this will help us pinpoint exactly where the center of activity is. Now, everybody, please stand over there. Vicky, come over here. It's moving following the girl. Uh, uh, Vicky, go sit on the sofa. You're right, it's the girl. The ghost has control of her. No, Joni. Vicky's been the problem. Vicky's the ghost. Huh? I gotta get her out of here. Oh, listen, uh, guys, listen, I, uh, I better let Vicky rest. You know, the strain of all this is uh, tremendous. <clears throat> I'm sure you understand. It's her first haunting. Uh, Mr. Lawson. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, ghost. <laughs> so while Jamie is in the kitchen with Vicky, knock knock knock. Harry has now made three damn appearances in this episode alone. She's selling a haunted ghost to house tour, trying to make a quick buck. There are like four or five kids, all with Polaroid looking cameras or cameras with like little flash bulbs on them coming in and <laughs> Jamie asks Harriet, seriously, how greedy can you be? And she's like, Oh, I'll split the split the profits with you 50-50. He's like, Okay, great. He takes a little bullhorn thing and says, Okay, uh, this way to continue the tour. We go through the living room, there's the haunted parents, the bathroom, the Living room, and here's the haunted door. Goodbye. This concludes the tour. <laughs> so they do, Fenster and Dickens have the machinery set up, and they're like, looks like I'm picking up some strong frequencies here. And they got a little dish there that follows the activity, and it's zeroed in right on Vicky. So... Ted, of course, is worried, like, this is going to expose Vicky because she's a robot and everything if they dig any deeper. So, you know what? You know what? Our daughter's a ghost. Don't worry about it. Our mistake is the... So now he's in the kitchen trying to figure out what exactly happened because he's looking at her, her circuit board and everything. Ted, won't you 
moved and all those other things moved. Last time when she came in to fix the circuit breaker, there was that power surge. She must have gotten zapped and it disturbed her electromagnetic field. And that, of course, would affect objects with metal in them near to her. Sure, that's it. Look at that. Her RTG core fused with a thermonic generator. Don't know what that is. What? Could we speak to you for a moment? It's quite urgent. Sure. In the other room, please. Okay. Now, we didn't want to alarm your wife and children, but your daughter is in great danger from the ghost. Uh, yeah, listen, guys, I really... Don't worry. Don't... We're going to help you. We have a way to get rid of ghosts. Right. We'll hit it with everything we've got, and we'll scare it away. You're kidding. You mean you're going to spook a spook? <laughs> <laughs> We're serious, Mr. Lawson. Oh. Scaring a ghost is a proven technique with parapsychologists. It works. And don't worry. We're not leaving this house until it's gone. Now doesn't that make you feel better, fella? Huh? Yeah, that's uh that's great, guys. I'll I'll get the family the uh good news. So Ted explains to Jamie and Joan that because Vicky was zapped during that lightning strike and she was messing with a circuit breaker that it erupted it disturbed her electromagnetic force or whatever so anything that has metal in it is going to just move automatically so it's like okay there is no ghost that is the issue so the two bumble butts call him in and they're like oh my gosh your daughter is possessed we're gonna spook the ghost away. And these guys are fucking crackpots. I think they sound like they drive around in a creep ass van. They are not in any way professors or I don't even think they have degrees. Because they can't even keep the damn name straight. And they're like, we're all gonna leave until we, like, exercise this ghost out of your daughter. It's like, uh huh, whatever. What they want, Ted. Well, they've got a plan to get rid of the ghost, and they're not leaving till it's gone. But they're liable to find out Vicky's a robot. There's no ghost to get rid of. Well, maybe we can help them, huh? Maybe we can supply them with the ghost. After all, Vicky got us into this. Maybe Vicky can get us out of this. Oh, honey. Yeah, how, honey? <laughs> You can get Vicky in here now. Vicky! Come in here! Now, we're ready for any sign of paranormal activity, Mr. Lawson. We've got a special tape recording to help us scare the ghost away. It's under control. Right. When the ghost shows up, we'll rise to the occasion. <laughs> I think we can start now. And get out of there, Vicky. Vicky, are you all right? Vicky doesn't live here anymore. Turn on the tape. 
the ghost. I'm going back to the graveyard where it's quiet and that noise could wake the dead. It's gone. They did it. Congratulations, folks. You now have what we parapsychologists call ZSD. What's ZSD? Zero spook density. <laughs> In other words, the ghost is clear. <laughs> Get the fuck out. You did a great job, gentlemen. Thanks to you, we can go back to leading a normal life. Yeah. You okay, Vicky? I'm perfectly fine. It's back. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> So yeah, they fool these guys, they have her act like the ghost is inhibiting her body and then leaving. And it's just... <laughs> it was clever, I'll say that honestly, with all of her tricks and whatnot. And lifting the guy in the in the chair in the air and everything, and just pretending to be the ghost. I'm like, oh, back to the graveyard where it's quiet and... Then they, uh, the ghost like does a little flushing sound and goes into whatever that contraption is to lock the ghost up. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that is the episode. It was, I will say this, it was, it was clever. It was, it was a fun episode and it was very clever. I like the I think Dick Christie and Tom Amundsen, they did a really good job with this episode. All right, so I went to YouTube, and I kind of want to see what some of the comments are. Uh, one person, I still love this episode. It was a wonderful Halloween episode. Honestly, yeah, it was. I liked that. Uh, this person says, it was so obvious that it was Vicky doing all these things. I figured it out it was after her two minutes, but it was still a fun episode to them thinking that their house was haunted. When Jamie got to the door during the blackout, he should scream, Ah, it's a real-life monster. <laughs> Let's see. Vicky, get down. I don't get down. I don't even know how I got up. <laughs> Someone thought that was funny. So this person, that episode was a little scarier than I thought. Like, eh. <laughs> Basically, pretty much. Oh, okay. Is there anyone reading these comments in the world because there was a temporary shortage in the circuit? Because they used to watch this episode back in the 80s when that robot was possessed by a ghost right after the power went out. <laughs> funny. I imagine Regina from scary movie saying, Oh, girl, don't go down there. <laughs> well, yeah, like when she was watching the Ring movie. <laughs> that's cute how did vicky get possession by a ghost all right so coming next month in september towards the end of september an episode i've been looking forward to for three seasons episode nine of season three the bad seed from november 7th 1987 
Ted builds a more advanced robot, but his plans to scrap Vicky are halted when the new model refuses to obey orders. Ooh, woo. this is gonna be good. All right, so I hope you all enjoyed this episode. This was, like I said, it was it was fun. It was very creative, not just in the writing, but the effects that they used was really cool. So have a great final day of August, and I will see you at the end of September with The Bad Seed. Bye-bye, everyone.